Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. Good morning, All Nations. I am glad to be here, and I have been looking forward to this opportunity to be with you this morning as we've designated uh, designated this day as Faith Commitment Sunday. And I, as I was praying maybe a week ago, and I think it's been that long, and I was asking the Lord, well, just tell me about this day, this day. And he said, I want it to be a celebration. And I went, yeah, okay, we, we can celebrate, can't we? And then I, I listened to all the songs that we just sang, we celebrated Jesus. Okay, now get this. Uh, af- right that morning, right after um, we, I finished my quiet time, Cal and I had our Bible study and our prayer time, then we typically move on in to fix breakfast. Well, the day before, I had gone through a lot of old CDs, because I... We, I play a a little CD, Christian music, while we're making breakfast and all. And so I just went, oh, man, I haven't played those in years. Okay. So I pulled one out. Well, I had one that morning. I pulled it out. I went, oh, yeah, I remember this. Popped it in. First song, first word, celebrate, Jesus, celebrate. I went, okay, I got it. (laughs) Loud and clear. I hear you. I hear you. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we celebrate you. We continually celebrate you in worship, in praise, in dance, in our offerings, even as we celebrate and say, look what the Lord has done. Be magnified here, Jesus. We invite you even to walk with us, to sit with us, to give us your heart of compassion for those who need to hear all about you. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. In Paul's first letter to the Corinthian church, he referred to himself as one who had sown spiritual things. Paul wanted to be obedient to the call on his life and to serve his Savior. Paul knew from Ananias that he was truly a chosen vessel, an instrument in the Lord's hand for sowing the precious seed of the gospel into human hearts, Jewish and Gentiles. We also know that Jesus spoke to his disciples saying, I chose you out of the world. And we, all of us, can be confident of God's love for us individually as we read his truth found in Romans 5, 8. But God shows his love for us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Today, we celebrate our being saved, and in our salvation, we serve King Jesus by continuing his ministry of sowing into the lives and hearts of others. And we come alongside others to help them do the same, serving, sowing, loving, and reaping all for the glory of God. Let us celebrate what some of our fellow sowers have been accomplishing for the glory of God. Kevin and Summer Sneed know that they have been chosen to serve in Kenya in the East Africa Bible College in Eldoret. Last year, the college operated with a full schedule on the main campus in Eldoret and nine other locations in Kenya and Uganda. Eldoret's campus trained students from Kenya, Ethiopia, Rwanda, Congo, Tanzania, Malawi, and Uganda. During 2022, 81 students graduated with certificates or varying degrees, and most were already active in ministry during their time of graduation. The college farm did very well. They had a great harvest of corn along with vegetables and bananas. 
Despite the lack of rain, they were able to produce crops due to the irrigation from the water well. This reminds me of a scripture in Isaiah 61. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exalt in my God. Verse 11, for as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. Their dairy project was also very successful, and they now have six cows on their campus. Duck, rabbit, sheep, and chicken projects provide income and food for the Eldoret campus and learning opportunities for the students and community. This simple agricultural setting offers an array of opportunities for the Sneeds and the Dunlaps to relate the natural to the spiritual truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This year, the Sneeds hosted three pastor seminars, both on and off campus. They visited 28 churches in three countries. These were great opportunities for leaders to come back together for intensive training and encouragement after two years of disruption. And I wanted to address and remind us how God can use even a disruption like COVID for his glory, his honor. And I, want, I, I put it up on the screen when, when Kevin and Summer heard that the president of Kenya declared that due to the coronavirus, the children of Kenya are gonna lose a whole year of training, the Sneeds went, Abba, what do you say? What do you say about this? And the, his response, be flexible. Change from adult training to children training. Well, the Sneeds changed their classroom. Smaller tables, smaller desks were needed. They followed the protocols and mandates of distancing, sterile environment, the mask, the wash stations. They secured funding for all the meals, the snacks, the books for all their young students. And they even hired the teachers who had lost their jobs in the Kenya public schools. Hallelujah. And then they discovered some really serious needs within their community. Their young students did not lose a year of educational training, but they excelled and they received that emotional support and spiritual truth about the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Sneed's actions destroyed the oppression of hopelessness because they pointed Jesus. Amen. They pointed to him. Students, look at Jesus. Staff, look at Jesus. He gives us hope in eternity and in today's world. The Sneed's actions moved mountains of cultural strongholds, overpowering the darkness of abuse with the light of the kingdom of God. The Sneed's actions sowed seeds of life and truth grounded in the Lord Jesus Christ. Kevin is currently writing curriculum for Operation Teaching Tools, and this ministry gives the Sneed's opportunity to share resources with churches and schools and leaders across the world. People are hungry. They're hungry for the word. They're hungry to know Jesus. They want him as their daily bread. Kevin is currently writing curriculum for the study of the Gospel of Mark. They have hosted two teacher training events in person and then one online in 2022. Summer, this is Summer Sneed, started a young mother's group to offer spiritual and practical support to moms in difficult situations. Alicia Dunlap, another missionary serving at the college, has come alongside Summer to assist with this young mother's group. Summer and Alicia have testimonies of families being transformed by this particular ministry. Now I want you to pay close to the young mother wearing the white blouse who's holding her infant son, 
Aaron, look at that amazing smile. And there she is. Do you see her in the black and white stripe? There's Liz. Her name is Liz. Alicia Dunlap has helped several young mothers with financial support and locations to begin their own businesses. Seeds of compassion and support are being sown into their lives. Liz has been in her shop now for about two months. She calls it L.A. Clothes and Housewares. L.A. stands for Liz and Aaron, her baby. Her shop's been painted, and she has a small, small solar light that allows her to work on into the evening if needed. Liz has added plastic items and charcoal to her inventory, and she looks delighted. Solon is working in a tailoring shop with a business partner. A generous donor purchased her sewing machine. Having her own machine has allowed her to make commissions helping her business partner and allowed her to secure her own clients. Chris and Alicia Dunlap facilitated a health and first aid class at the college. While health is not their fields of education, it was their role to connect local professionals, invite participants, and organize the day. The college students, staff, the moms group, and the children received a free checkup on their teeth, height, weight, blood pressure, and blood sugar, as well as having the opportunity to speak to professionals about their very private needs in their, in their health. Feedback from this program was, thank you for this chance to have a checkup. Here, it is so rare. This community is experiencing the goodness of God, which leads them and us to repentance and, and acceptance of Lord Jesus. Alicia joined the IPH missionaries, Mike and Tammy McRae, on one of their trips to drill a water well and to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, with adults and children. The land was dry and barren. Animals died from the drought and the heat. But when the water came, the people came. For miles they walked, brought their donkeys and their jerry jugs. More opportunities are open to demonstrate the love and the compassion of Christ to the thirsty and the hungry. The river of life changes lives eternally and on earth. And this reminds me of the Vwambe village in southern Kenya, where we, we were able to help rent, uh, we raised money, and we rented a machine to help sow seeds into a garden that they had established. The Dunnings had worked with this village to dig a well and to have a, a, a water tank and then irrigation to help them grow kale and spinach spinach, onions, and tomatoes. The village women would work in the field, and this garden was placed away, away from the huts in the village, very strategically, because a Christian woman worked with them as they worked and sowed and pulled weeds, and she continually talked to them about Jesus, about the truth, because you see, this is a Muslim village, and so she's helping them see Jesus in all his truth and his love and his compassion. Now, when they harvested their products, they had a choice. They could share the proceeds with those other people in the village, or they could keep them for themselves. Well, who did they choose to be like? They chose to be like Jesus, and they shared. What a witness and a testimony. These women had worked. Other people in the village hadn't worked, but they did. They shared. And there was one other thing that happened in that garden. Well, because they had water, there were herdsmen in the area. They heard, oh, they have water. Let's bring our goats. Well, what did the goats do? They trampled the garden. Well, there was a, man, a Christian man prayed, okay, what do we do? What do we do? How do I show Jesus? How do I show Jesus? Well, he built this long trough from the water 
outward away from the garden and so the herdsmen could bring their their goats to 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 get water so what another opportunity of sharing the compassion and the love of Christ Chris and Alicia's first ministry in 2023 was at the IPHC Highlands Conference Youth Camp. Seeds of friendship, fellowship, and fun were sown. And there's something different about the youth in Kenya and most of Africa is that their youth ages range from 18 to 30. Oh, well, that's interesting, but that's their youth. 250 youth attended this three-day camp of worship and dance and teaching and fellowship. Jamie and Des Jessica Dunning reported that the five-room classroom building was finally completed. This addition is an improvement for the learning environment at this particular school. St. Joyuna has around 250 students, and all of these students live in Ruai, which is around 20 miles from Nairobi. Nairobi is where the Dunnings live. Most of these students come from lower-income families. This school uh, is an extension of the church that is there, and they help families who are unable to pay the school fees. They provide a Christ-centered education, two meals a day, for a very low price. And if families can't pay, they are not turned away like some of the other schools. The Dunnings have several of the students there that are part of their child sponsorship program and have helped the school move towards self-sustainability through income-generating activities like a water kiosk and the chicken project. They partnered with this school for, um, since 2008. During the official dedication, the community arrived to celebrate. More celebration. The Dunning family traveled to Kanjai to conduct child updates at the Emmanuel Prep School. It's an extension of the Emmanuel Worship Center there in Kanjai on the slopes of Mount Kenya. It's a tea-growing region of mostly a farming community. And the school has about 300 bright, shiny, look at those faces, aren't they great? <laughs> 300 students, all the way up to class eight. The Dunnings have been partnering with them since 2008 as well. They have about 250 children in their people-to-people -people child sponsorship program, which requires a lot of oversight. Children enrolled in the people-to-people -people ministry receive monthly financial support, which allows them to attend school, and they are, their uh, uniforms are paid for, their books and meals during their school day. Sophie and Ethan Dunning have become important, incredible helpers with the People to People Child Sponsorship Programs. And missionary children's become a very part, a vital part of their parents' ministry, so it becomes a family ministry. And as they serve alongside their parents, they minister to children. Children love other children. Families working together strengthen one another. The Sneeds, the Dunnings, McClurkins, and Dunlaps work together on various projects and ministries. Ethan McClurkin is in the fifth grade. He's the young boy with the glasses on, and his brother Colton is in kindergarten. Abby Sneed is in fourth grade, and Nate is in first grade, and they have the joy and delight of spending time together. LaToya and their boys, um, Ethan and Colton, live in El Jaret, where EABC is located. Now, I want you to save some dates for me. Sunday, June 4th, the McClurkins are going to be here, and Sunday, July 16th, the Dunnings will be here. Greg McClurkin shared that two new buildings were constructed on the Capeta Hope for Sudan compound as their elementary school population has multiplied since um, they were reopened after COVID. You can see the exterior and interior of one of those buildings. The Hope for Sudan compound in Torrit, which had been vacated due to the war, has been restored and will now bring hope to this prominent city 
which serves as the capital of the eastern Equatoria state of South Sudan. They will begin to grow that church, and I love the song that we were <laughs> we sang, build your church, build your church. They are uh, about growing church membership, reaching out into the community with a gospel of Jesus. And this also provides the Torah community with responsibility and ownership that this is their place for gathering and for worship. And they don't have to travel all the way to Capeta. Recently, um, Greg's life was endangered when he was traveling from Torrit back to Capeta that he was attacked and robbed. And I was actually emailing him right after it happened and he, he, he had to be honest. He said, I am still shaken by what happened. They robbed, took everything he had. And so I just, I, I wrote a prayer to him that the God, our God is a God of restoration. Our God will supply everything you need, Greg. And we, that just showed us how important our prayers for our missionaries are. We can have that lion's roar in our lungs and tell the enemy where he needs to go. And we can rejoice in the spreading of the light of the of the Lord with this area. We thank Father, Father God, for sending Jesus to declare and defeat that enemy. So we stand together with our missionaries daily and pray for them. Jesus has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. During their recent Christmas celebration in Capeta, these young ladies helped serve 600 people, plates of rice and bread and cabbage and two types of meat. In fact, a bull had been donated for this celebration. It included worship, food, fellowship, and distributing gifts of shoes and audio Bibles. This photo just captured a portion of those 600 in attendance at the Hope for Sudan compound in Kopeta, South Sudan. The psalmist wrote, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. South Sudan, may the saving power of the Lord Jesus be made known and received throughout your land. Greg serves as a pastor of the small village church in Kalapusi. Greg is required to travel frequently across harsh terrain and hostile regions, as we've heard. And we will continue to pray with him that God delivers him from all evil. Maize is a staple crop in the diet of South Sudan. It's, this particular crop has been uh, grown at an organic farm near their compound in Torrent. It's ground into a powder and used in various foods. Regions beyond missionary, Bruce McDonald traveled to a remote area in Ethiopia. Bruce explained, quoting from Bruce, riding a mule to this crusade was perhaps the most unusual means of transportation I have taken. This trip was the most difficult physical trip I have had in years. After a long journey over rough roads, we arrived in the town of Corso Mazoria. The town was hot and extremely dusty. The crusade site was at the top of a nearby mountain. Even though there were no facilities of any kind, over 20,000 people attended the four-day crusade. Resembling an old-fashioned camp meeting, people stayed the entire time. After the first night, it looked like a city had been erected with grass huts, kitchens, and places to take the demon-possessed for ministry. Over a thousand Ethiopians stepped out of darkness into the marvelous light and life of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
I recall the psalmist's words found in Psalm 33. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. We want that for Ethiopia. Come, oh, Ethiopia, come forth and know your God, Jesus. Now, during this crusade, baptisms were conducted in the high mountains of Ethiopia, which is about uh, an elevation of about 10,000 feet. Their water is very cold, and the villagers do not like cold water. So you're seeing four men help another man with the baptism. And look at the man. Look, look, look. Look at the next one. Oh, you could just go, oh, man, that's cold. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that would be cold. I have 10,000 feet. All ages heard the gospel of salvation. Some were willing to outwardly declare their faith in Jesus with a very, very cold baptism. Bruce's missionary team purchased and distributed beans and rice and Fashoro during the construction of a new church in the Oma Valley in Ethiopia. Eight new churches were constructed in 2022 in Oma Valley. Fashoro is the main food in the Ethiopian's diet. It is a mixture of grains, sorghum, dried leaves, ground up husks from coffee beans, and ground up wood from trees. Ramato is an education inspector. She gave her life to Jesus through the Regions Beyond Hour of Destiny program. She was always frightened in the night by evil spirits. One day she watched the message on the power of God and the discernment of the spirit. She decided to pray to the Lord to chase the evil spirit away from her. From that night on, She's never experienced any fear or attack in the night. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she is secretly witnessing to her Muslim family. Ismail is a 15-year-old boy. He ran away from his place where people are daily killed by jihadists in the western region of Niger. Now, as a side note, I receive weekly emails from the Voice of the Martyrs. And they, even as recently as uh, this last week, they are identifying that Islamists are attacking and killing Christians, stealing their belongings, burning their churches. So this is still very real, very real. When Ismail saw Bruce at a gas station, he went up to him and said, are you the one preaching with the white man? And Bruce said, yes. Then Ismail said, well, in my place, we follow your program, but I don't know how to become like you. I want to follow Jesus. Bruce led him to Jesus and presented Ismail to the local church. Regions Beyond continues to sow the seeds of life and truth one teenager at a time. Now I want you to save the date, because Sunday, October 1st, Bruce and Becky McDonald will be here with us. As we speak about teenagers, All Nations Kids supports a teenager named Zachary, who is 16 years old and lives with his parents in Haiti. At home, he helps with meal preparation, and he loves playing soccer. But his prayer request is to do very well in school. George and Somabara work with 35 IPHC pastors and 20 non-IPHC pastors to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. These pastors have been able to start nine new church plants in Nepal in the Valley region. Church services are being held in Nepal and India, as you see um, from these pictures. Another example of seeds being sown. Last year, these pastors started three new fellowships in the mountain region. Also, they've been serving a leper colony, helping improve their conditions and providing food for them. The leper colony is on the Nepal-India border, serving the afflicted from both countries. 
Both photos show home fellowships. The lady kneeling is sick and the pastor is praying for her healing. The child in the little turquoise clothing is her daughter, but, but she's not sick. In prayer, pastors do not hesitate to lay their hands on the lepers. The other photo shows three women that are enjoying the fellowship of a prayer meeting. If you look at the picture with the three people in it, look at the above the building, you'll see a galvanized tank. Well, that is a, a water well for the water that has been drawn out of, a, out of a, a well and pumped up and stored in that water so that the lepers have access to water. Um, in one of the pictures, the lower picture, you'll, or the side picture, you'll see the pump for the water. Electrical power is available through all that jumbled wiring you see in some of the photos. And I know an electrician here might not find that approvable, but um, that's the way it works. Heating and cooling, and, I mean heating and cooking, are done by fire, burning either wood or manure. The tenants are responsible for collecting the sticks for burning. This is George Barra with the bike helmet. As many as five people can travel on a motorbike in India. And in his right hand, he's the one in the navy blue, he has his bike helmet on in his hand. The man standing in the uh, cream-colored outfit is Pastor Sakalini, who works with the lepers. This is not his wife, I asked. Um, Russell Board serves as the IPHC Regional uh, Director for Continental Asia. And I want to take a, a quick aside for the power of longevity of staying in missionaries' lives. We can make a huge impact, and it can start in the smallest thing as a pair of jeans. Back in the 1990s, I was leading um, a children's church. And yes, we had Tom Kukul in children's church and Derek Carraway in children's church and Adam, and et cetera, et cetera. And now we see them up here. And I love the longevity of being where we actually see children grow up and serve in the ministry. Now, during that time, we had an associate pastor, Bill Lyons. Well, his wife, Trisha's parents were serving in India as missionaries, and actually served there for over 60 years, Marguerite and Hobart Howard. They were visiting Trish and Bill, and they introduced us to the um, idea of supporting a child or two, we actually did two, through ch uh, Children's Church, uh, who lived in India, and they were under their care. They also told us about some teenage boys who really needed some jeans. Jeans were very expensive over there. And so Cal and I said, oh, we can, we can come up with some jeans. And other people did too. And so we all sent jeans over to these teenage boys. George Barra received some of those jeans. He's now a missionary. I was like, whoa. It, the Howards helped me stay in touch and just follow George along the way. I was like, Lord, you are so awesome to raise this young man, and now he's a, he has a wife, he has a son, and he's serving, serving, helping others. Men and women alike desire to receive baptism in the name of Jesus. Old things, old religions, idols passed away. Jesus offers them new life, abundant life. And you know what? I'm, I'm looking at their face. We're going to see them in heaven. I know we are. We're going to go, oh, I saw you. I saw you up on that screen. Uh, I think, I think so. I, I, believe, I believe so. I don't think so. I believe so. Hallelujah. In Brussels, Belgium, Bill and Gretchen Swartz recently held their annual Sunday, Vision Sunday, during which they brought all three campuses into one location to celebrate what God has done. Celebrate. 
celebrate what God has done, and to cast vision for the coming year. This ministry started as a conversation on the Swartz's Terrace. That conversation led to their first connect group meeting in their living room, and that has now grown to three campuses in three different cities. They minister in English, French, Dutch, and German. In the Brussels uh, campus, they speak English and French, in Antwerp, Dutch, and Eupen, German. They have translations also provided in Russian and Spanish. In total, they have 47 nations among their church family. Wow, has God been faithful. 47. Since the reopening of churches from the pandemic, the Brussels and Antwerp campuses have grown tremendously. Their main campus will move to this larger building, and Bill closed a long-term lease just before Christmas. That's an awesome building. This new facility will serve their Brussels campus and Belgium conference with office space and rooms for children and youth. It will also double their worship space and will add a designated classroom for their ministry training school. Now save the date, another Sunday, March 5th, which is not far away, Bill Gretchen, his wife, and Rachel, their daughter, will be here. And what's so awesome is that Ava and Haley are going to actually be working with, with Rachel, who's serving in Hungary. So that is going to be a very cool connection for our youth. Amen. The Deaton's ministry in Ukraine has been interrupted due to the war, yet the Uman Church, Resurrection of Christ, continues regular humanitarian aid trips into the liberated villages of Kursan region, bringing them food packages, Christmas gifts, and much-needed supplies like power banks and lanterns and batteries and flashlights, blankets and linens. But these trips are not safe because they're still being shelled and bombed. Dr. Deaton continues to travel to Peru to train pastors and, men and minister to their members. During March and April, he will return to a Nazarene church to continue teaching and ministering on the baptism of Holy Spirit. I was like, wow, this is wonderful. The pastor, the pastor of this church knows the only way to reach his city is with Holy Spirit's empowerment. Dr. Deaton is going to go there and lay hands on the people to receive the baptism of power. Now, this pastor sold his church that held about 100 and built a new one that now holds 500 to 700 in preparation for look what the Lord has done. Dr. Deaton will spend about three days in Tarapoto to speak to a small group of pastors in response to a one-day visit last year. They insisted that he return in April to be with them, to teach, to answer more questions. And he'll also visit two churches in Lima. About 1,000 to 1,500 uh, members have requested for him to come and share. And this was simply a result in speaking to a pastoral fraternity in the Lima area. Then a mayor of the city heard about this, and he said, oh, I want to hear more, and I want you to come back. And that has yet to be uh, scheduled, but Dr. Deaton knows it will happen. He will also schedule um, a time with David Hodges uh, to help with um, the training of ministers and pastors that will serve alongside David Hodges on their Rivers of Fire crusade. And you know what? Dr. Deaton just thought he was retiring. Humanitarian aid is also a focus of Gary and Carolyn Bird's M25 ministry. Last month, they took building supplies and food to the Navajo in western New Mexico. Now, this reservation was about 300 miles from the Bird's home. They serve as full-time M25 leaders and missionaries within the USA. They've logged over 560,000 miles on their motorcycle since 1990 flying their Christian colors to open doors of service. Wherever they go, they endeavor to bring God the glory through their good deeds and fulfilling 
the great commission of Go Ye Therefore. Together, three ministries combined, Montana Indian, I'm sorry, Montana Indian Ministries, Christian Heritage Church in Amarillo, Texas, for which they had been pastors for a number of years, and Mission M25, delivering 25 chicken coops, hundreds of laying hens, five trailers of food, water, and various supplies to the Navajo. Gary and Carolyn Bird and Pastor Stephen Yvonne have joined veteran uh, Vietnam veterans James Gregory and Bill Evans as they travel across America on bicycles to raise awareness for prisoners of war and those missing in action. These trips have turned into annual events known as Run for the Wall. Run for the Wall's mission is to promote healing among all veterans and their families and friends, and also to call for an accounting of all the POWs and MIAs, also to honor the memory of those killed in action from all wars, supporting the military personnel all over the world. Recently, on January 20th, 20th, Gary and others attended the Right to Life March in Washington, D.C. Now, the celebration you see on the screen occurred during the M25's giving away of a war horse as a part of the Montana Native American Ministry. Horses equate to wealth and well-being to the Native Americans. Gary Bird and his brother are constructing cabinets for the Jones New House in Montana, the same house that our Montana mission team helped construct. Our God is so amazing that he continues to connect people and their lives together for his glory and his purpose. In 2018, Corey and Jana Jones were pastoring a church in South Carolina where Gary Bird invited them to join the Warhorse Project. That was their first introduction to Montana and Native Americans. Native Americans are considered an unreached people group, and only 1.8% of those living on a USA reservation are evangelical Christians. The Jones also offer horse therapy for those needing emotional healing. They have three horses, a thoroughbred, a wild Mustang, and a Nakota horse. Did you ride one, Celine? Oh, you are allowed. Okay, all right. I, I saw pictures of those. As we discovered earlier, missionary children are vital to the success of their ministry. Corey and Jana's son, Braden, moved the logs, and Jackson carried them to the log splitter. This is the log splitter that our missions team took up to Montana and then left with them. When the Jones family relocated to Montana, Carrie, um, Corey asked the Lord to open his eyes and ears so that he knows how to serve the Native Americans. By simply talking to the families on the reservation and observing them, Corey heard and witnessed their need. Their, what was their need? Firewood, food, and clothes. Corey shared with us an image that burned in his heart. He came upon an elderly man was, who was outside his home chopping up his sofa. And Corey said, what, why are you doing this? He said, I'm out of firewood, and the sofa has wood in it. So he witnessed the need for firewood. An elderly woman also asked Corey, would you teach us how to be family like your family? We watch you. We see how your children honor you and work with you, and you are a unified, loving, supportive family. Would you teach us? The week before Christmas, the wind chill factor outside was minus 72 degrees. And I'm up here cold, and I don't have a clue to what cold is. <laughs> Minus 72. That's cold. That's just cold. The Jones used, listen, the Jones used a porta potty, or maybe they call it a porta john or something, until the end of November. Can you see it up there? It, it shows uh, their new house uh, that y'all helped build, and they had to use that. There is a, um, a slide on the house. But they had to use it until they had running water. Now, all nations took up a, um, an offering 
and $5,000 helped pay for plumbing so they could stop going out snow, outside in the snow and they could take care of things inside. Wow, thank you, all nations. David and Ceci Hodges have served as full-time missionaries to Peru for many years. Their sons Eliel, Jordan, and Jonan are pictured with them. And remember, they were here in November with us. In 2007, they planted a flourishing church and a missions com compound in Jicamarca, a mountainous desert region on the outskirts of Lima, Peru. Dr. David Deaton and his wife Marilyn raised the money and built everything for the Hodges, and here again, this is another um, demonstration of ministries working together. The Hodges are reaching Peru through the teaching of the kingdom, challenging believers to leave those cultural boxes and empowering them to be ambassadors in the marketplace. In 2022, um, yeah, I said that right. They took a group of youth along the Amazon to begin witnessing to cities along the river. Rivers of Life Crusade shared the gospel with over 102,000 people. 300 miracles were witnessed and experienced. They are also working to establish leadership training in the local churches through the Andes Mountains and the Amazon. Royal Home Ministries is a a ministry within the Falcon Children's Home, which offers counseling and educational opportunities for teen pregnant women who uh, want a nurturing and protective environment for their babies. The Royal Home is committed to serving teen mothers and babies. Since 1992, the Royal Home has served over 800 women who wanted a brighter future for their child. The ultimate goal of Royal Home's ministries is to save innocent babies from abortion and to redirect the mother's life. Classes are offered to clients on a regular basis. All clients receive life skills training, which includes uh, money management, housekeeping, personal hygiene, safety, and preparation for independent living. And they're all required to be in school or working or serving as a volunteer. All Nations supports a local ministry that help uh, women that are in crisis or in, in need of, of care for themselves and their baby. This is the Pregnancy Center of Gadsden County, and all the, the um, services that are offered are of no cost to the client and they're kept confidential. They also receive a laboratory quality pregnancy test and then they are given counseling about their options of adoption or actually taking care of their baby. We are running one of their fundraising campaigns which is the baby bottle you'll see out there and collecting coins for them. If you would have them returned by February 12th, it would be a great help. TCCTC is a Christ-centered learning community that's dedicated to providing students with instruction and training from a biblical worldview. And it also supports an, the, an extension of the local church. This program integrates biblical truth, academic excellence, and intentional spiritual formation. There, um, the current classes and seminar schedules are found on brochures on the mission table. CityWalk Urban Mission is a non-denational Christian church that exists to serve others. At CityWalk, they build bridges to connect people to God and others as, as their lives are being changed. Their biggest impact is to the re-entry and recovery program. Men and women coming out of inc incarceration or experiencing homelessness are in need of support for a sober life are uh, offered uh, this 12-month program that they can enroll in and receive mental health counseling and training. They're given uh, transportation and a place to live and food as well. Upon the completion of the 12-month program, CityWalk pays for the graduates' transitional expenses such as security and utility deposits, home furnishings, etc. Recently, a man named Terry was embraced by this ministry. Unknowing to him nor to CityWalk, he was given his first and last birthday party before transitioning to heaven.
As we have witnessed the power of serving and sowing, let us continue to support this good work for which we have been created. I would ask that you pray and ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to sow into the lives of people across nations, across our nation, and within our local community? We have the faith commitment cards, and I would ask that you prayerfully consider what, Lord, do you want me to do on a monthly basis? Our budget monthly is around $4,000. You see the list we've just reviewed. Look what the Lord has done. We have the different missionaries and the community partners listed. So we ask that you prayerfully consider and complete it. You can turn it in to the ushers at the back, or if you want more time to pray, then just turn it in to the guest services Wednesday or Sunday. We would ask that you do come by and visit the mission table because we do have prayer cards and more information about many of these missionaries. So I thank you for celebrating Jesus with me, this, uh, with us today. We are grateful for just your being here, being online with us, and supporting the missionaries across the nation and across Tallahassee and the United States. We ask that you return tomorrow night for prayer in the sanctuary and also Wednesday night for family worship. Let us pray together, go out rejoicing. Abba, you show us how much you love us, that you demonstrated your love for us that while we were yet sinners, Jesus, you died for us. And we want to share and celebrate you with others. So thank you for giving us the opportunities and the desire in our hearts to support others as they go out and share Jesus. Father, we thank you that you will bless us with your presence continually throughout this day to day and throughout our week. In Jesus' name, amen. You made it to the end of the message, and now what? Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.